guys, and welcome to this episode of The Rose Reviews. My name is Adam Rose, and today we're talking about Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, this is going to be a non-spoiler review, which means I will not be spoiling anything about the movie, just kind of giving my general thoughts and takes on the film. I'm not going to be talking about the plot or spoilers or after credit scenes or anything like that. So if you haven't seen the movie, don't worry about it. You can listen to this and you'll be fine. I'll be doing a spoiler review after the movie's come out this, uh, this coming weekend, and then I'll be able to talk about some of the spoilers in this film. So, I am a big MCU fan. I think majority of the movies are, are really enjoyable. I, I have a good time with them. And uh, I gotta say, I was really excited to see Spider-Man Far From Home because I really liked Endgame. I liked the first Spider-Man Homecoming uh, film with uh, directed by John Watts, starring Tom Holland. And I really enjoyed it. It was a very John Hughes-esque film. I, I liked how they set him up in Civil War and then had his own film. And then I liked how they incorporated him in Endgame. And this is kind of like a cap on Endgame. This is actually the end of Marvel Phase 3 is this film. So it's very curious to see how they were going to cap off and how they were really going to deal with the world and the consequences of Endgame. Um, so I was excited to, to see it from that perspective. And I got to say, coming out of it, I, I really had a good time. I really had a good time with this movie. This is a really, really good movie. This is a solid time. Now, is it top-shelf MCU film? No. It's not Captain America Winter Soldier. It's not Civil War. It's not Endgame. But it, it, it is top-middle tier for me. It's up there with Doctor Strange. It's up there with um, Ragnarok. It's up there with some of the better, good, solid, fun-time MCU films. Uh, and, and that's where this is it. This is, that's where this lands for me. And I gotta say, the direction from John Watts, he comes back for this film, does a great job, really falls back into uh, the vibe of what, with the high school and the drama of what he did with the first Homecoming film. And what he does in this film, which is really, really smart move, is in a sequel, you focus in on the characters and you develop them further. And that is exactly what he does in this film. He takes the characters of MJ and Peter and, and his friend Ned and... And then he takes those characters and develops them as people further in their relationships. And that's really the main focus of the film. And he does that in this film, and that really adds well to it. And i got to say, the script itself, the story, is just well-crafted. This is a, this is what, this is a well-written story. I can't get into why I think that. But there are several things that happen in this movie that it's just like, man, they really thought this out. Uh, and this isn't one just thrown out an idea this is like oh no they had they had an idea and they made this work in this world and it plays so well and one of the big big standouts jake gyllenhaal as mysterio um they do change his origin he's a hero in this film with spider-man finding finding the elementals and uh, jake gyllenhaal man he is just a great great actor and he takes this role and just really uh, owns it. And he comes off as the Quentin Beck as Mysterio very, very well. Man, he gives a great performance. And yeah, I was excited to see him in it. And I got to say, I was not disappointed. Jake Gyllenhaal stood out in this film. And it's Tom Holland, once again, great performance as Peter Parker, great performance as Spider-Man. And then the other really standout for me, who I actually didn't like that much in the first film, was Zendaya as... Uh, MJ, and I actually liked her 
much more in this film than I liked the first film. And that may be just because she had more to do with this film. She actually had stuff to do. She got to develop. But she really worked for me in this film. And, and the relationship with Aunt May, Happy Hogan, um, uh, that worked really well. And the post credit scenes are some of the best post credit scenes I think Marvel's ever done. There's two. There's one mid-credit and an end-credit. Please stay for both. They are both may be the best end-credit scenes Marvel has ever done. They're fantastic, and they change so much and tell you so much about what the MCU is going to be in the future, so it's worth sticking around for it. You need to watch both of those to fully have a full understanding of this film. Um, my problems with the film, it's not a perfect movie, and the reason why it's not top tier the first half of the movie is quite slow. It's quite slow, um, and, and it has some pacing issues. Um, it's it, it really kind of feels like it drags a little bit, and in a and in the second half doesn't. Once it picks up and the action gets going, you it gets going, and it, it's a really great second half. But that first half just feels it just drags on a little bit. And I don't know if that was with the editing of the film. I know they took some scenes out that were in the trailers. They even took them out because of the pacing. But it still was just a little slow in the first half. But once it gets going, it really it really does get going. But there are definitely some slowness in the first half and then some uh, pacing issues as we go on. But that's really the only big nitpick I have of the film. Some comedy doesn't work. Some jokes work really well. Some jokes don't. But that's with anything. You throw jokes out. Some's going to land. Some's not. That's very subjective. So I don't have a problem with that. But the pacing on the first half was a little slow for me. But besides that, the performances, Samuel L. Jackson's in this film. He's great. Jake Gyllenhaal's great. The story is one of the better stories I think the MCU has done in a while. Really, really solid story. And this really also feels so much like a comic book. This is the most comic booky feeling movie in the sense of the way it, the story unfolds and the visuals and everything like that really feels like a comic book, which is awesome for someone like me who, who reads comics and loves them. So that was very, very cool to see. So on a scale of 0 to 5, 0 being Nervoses, 5 being Full Bloom, I'm going to give Spider-Man Far From Home a 4 out of 5 roses. 4 out of 5. Um, again, not a perfect film, some slowness with the first half, but other than that, this is a really, really enjoyable film. If you like the MCU... Or if you just like Spider-Man, I think this you're going to have a great time with this. You need to see this in the theaters. There's a lot of spoilers in this movie, so you need to get out so you can go see it and not spoil it for yourself. I would say go in as cold as you can. I think you'll have a better time with it. And uh, yeah, this is definitely worth checking out if you're interested in the subject matter. You won't be disappointed. I think you'll have a really good time. So thank you guys, as always, for listening. Until next time, guys, I will see you at the movies. <laughs>